Welcome to the End Times Podcast. Hi, my name is Dr. Stephen Finney, and I will be your host. We hope that you enjoy our podcast today. Welcome to the Daniel Study. Many years ago, God told my mother-in-law that I was destined to be a preacher of the end times. Keep in mind, I barely knew how to read when she said this, let alone stand in a pulpit and preach. I kindly smiled in disbelief. She then gave me books and resources on the eschatological elements of the Bible, including Dr. Charles Hoff, Oliver Green, Charles Lehman, Dr. J. Vernon McGee, and a host of others. You talk about a fish out of water. Since I trusted her implicitly, I carefully treasured these resources throughout my life. It took a few years to pick up these books and read them, primarily because I first had to learn how to read. And when I did, a new world opened to this frail, dependent mind of mine. When I look at my life today and the works that pour forth from my hands, I see the prophetic nudging of my precious mother-in-law. I will be eternally grateful for this traditional Dutch woman and her obedience to the Lord's prophecies. My love for the book of Daniel erupted out of necessity. You see, I had a gift within my mortal soul that viewed all of life through the prophetic elements of the Holy Scriptures. I couldn't deny it. I was unable to stop it and it consumed my worldview 24 hours a day. A mentor once said these words to me, God is about to do great and mighty things through you. While you would think I would be excited, I was not. It promoted my childhood flesh pattern of fear. This conservative Baptist pastor laid hands on me, prayed a bold prayer of release. It was as if someone had poured a bucket of warm water over my entire body. I got up from this experience without hesitation, began speaking Hebrew. Both of us were amazed. I studied Hebrew first, Greek second, Latin third, and then English from that day forward. This is how I studied the book of Daniel. Let's take a look at our overview statement. Through the Holy Spirit, through the pen of Daniel, God reminds us that God never breaks his word. He cannot break his word. Whether it is a promise of blessing and abundance or a solemn warning of Revelation's judgment, the Lord thy God will always do exactly what he says he will do according to his immovable eschatological timeline of sovereignty. The book of Daniel reveals and proves this statement. Let's review our scripture. Daniel 1.8 says this, 
But Daniel made up his mind that he would not defile himself with the king's choice food or with the wine which he drank. So he sought permission from the commander of the officials that he might not defile himself. Now looking at the relentless attack, out of all 66 books in the Bible, has there been so many attacks from God's enemies of the Word of God as seen in the book of Daniel? Even today, Daniel's book remains discredited by many theologians, refusing to connect his writings to the book of Revelation. Some adhere to the book not being written by Daniel. In comparison, others claim that such a person as Daniel didn't even exist. However, those of us who love and study the Word of God know that this is just another attack of Satan, which is no different than what Daniel experienced during his commissioning of the Lord. Eschological theologians like myself believe Daniel's book is one of the most important and pivotal books in the Bible. And for that reason, Satan manipulates present-day believers from studying it, which is the same case with Revelation's book. Why? It contains like-minded visuals, much like the book of Revelation. Let's take a look at the importance of Daniel. Daniel was considered as important as Noah and Job. You can read more about that in Ezekiel 14.14. Furthermore, Daniel was considered the man God used to set up the Revelations book. The book of Daniel in the Old Testament is the twin to the New Testament's Revelation. Of all the honored characters found in the Word of God, there is none more intriguing, appealing, lovable, and pure than Daniel. Outside of Joseph, there was no accounts of evil recorded regarding Daniel's life. The book of Daniel is most remarkable. It is packed with prophecies that flow into modern culture. Like Daniel, it is a unique and supernatural work. It records for us the course of history of the nations from Daniel's day until the end, as stated in Revelation's book. Critics through the ages have groaned in despair in their attempts to discredit the book of Daniel. But there's no other book in the Bible that has been so completely and accurately vindicated by history. An unusual fact. Every prophecy in Daniel up until this hour has been meticulously, accurately, and minutely fulfilled in every detail stated. Although his imparted prophecies will continue to unfold until the last hour. Thus, we can expect fulfilled prophecies stated in Revelation's book to align with God's timeline. There is no better reason for humanity to reject the supernatural verbal inspiration in the Bible, the infallible 
dictation of the scriptures by the Spirit of God to delude, destroy Daniel's writings in our modern culture. Skeptics hate prophecies, and they are afraid to consider them as projected truth that prepared Jesus for establishing the New Covenant Church. Through denouncing the Old Testament prophets and their prophecies, they somehow think it will unravel the truth that Jesus indeed does exist within the born-again believer grafted into the body of Christ. Despite all these hellish doctrines hurled at the book of Daniel, it still stands as the most historic, futuristic writing of all times. Fact is, if satanic critics can discredit Daniel, then Satan's attack upon the word of God will continue through the ages until he arrives in his position of the Antichrist. The Tale of Four Kings Before we begin our verse-by-verse study through this series, Daniel, The Tale of Four Kings, know this. Daniel was the Old Testament figure of the New Testament disciple Peter, considered the lead disciple. As Daniel was focused on establishing Judah's synagogue church, Peter was the man Jesus set aside to ignite the New Covenant Church. Furthermore, Daniel set up Nehemiah's work to rebuild the walls around Jerusalem and ignite Judaistic worship. Allow me to give you five main warnings. Number one, never, and I mean never, discount the man Daniel and the prophecies God gave him throughout his ministry. Two, Jesus declared Daniel to be a prophet, Matthew 24, 15. Christ referenced Daniel because he was the counterpart of himself. All the more that Daniel prophesied concerning things of the future of Jesus' arrival, his death, and resurrection. Also, the role that Jesus plays out in Revelation's book. Number three, Daniel always dealt with things that have happened, are happening, and will occur during the Gentile age, the tribulation period, which is referenced in the Old Testament as Jacob's trouble. Number four, Daniel and his God-honoring companions, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, were historical characters but they were also a type of phases Israel must go through. The experience of three Hebrew children in the fiery furnace and the experience of Daniel in the lion's den typifies the history of Israel during the time of the Gentiles, the reign of the Antichrist, the time of Jacob's trouble. Of course, this is when Satan will attempt his last effort to annihilate Israel. Number five, foremost, the living God inspires all scripture. Interpretations of man are fruitless, and clarifications via the Holy Spirit is the primary 
interpreter and must be the primary interpreter of all prophecies. If you or others believe the Bible was written by mere men, then you are acting like a fool, and you are clueless to the power of God using mere men to write his written word, from Moses to Jesus' beloved John. So what does the book of Daniel have to do with the church? Everything. Our study will connect every noted detail of Daniel's life, mission, dreams, and activities of the believer's salvation in Christ, who became the New Covenant Church. However, when one interprets without the Holy Spirit and then rejects the practical applications of prophecies, that person may be saved or not, but such practices will lead them to a cold, lifeless, and spiritless lukewarm believer. As I often state, prophecies are the fuel to the indwelling life. On the other hand, to take only the practical applications of prophecies, refusing to see the primary doctrinal views of the living God of them, will lead to religious inflations. Looking at ignoring prophetic revelations, when anyone ignores prophetic revelation of the Holy Scriptures, each closes their eyes to the future warnings of things that lie ahead, which are to protect us from the deceptions of Satan. There are many top-heavy, upside-wrong, exaggerated interpreters of prophecies. Some even claim to be authentic believers. But honestly, they risk losing their reward on the other side. People like this depend on their own wisdom and knowledge, and they do not yield to the indwelling Holy Spirit, who dictated the words of God through willing, chosen men. Bluntly speaking, we are to be as Daniel, holy, pure, faithful. Without these three components, the Spirit will find breaking through morbid ideas difficult. Thus interpretations become next to impossible, certainly without the Holy Spirit. We need a Daniel-type church. Like Daniel, we suffer the sins of our church and their forefathers, but God can and will show mercy toward all those who has ears to hear in Christ. As Jesus said, if we confess our sins, repent, and return to him, we will remain as a lampstand in God's most holy place. Jesus warned the church of Ephesus because the people were returning to the same madness methodologies that Daniel fought years before. While it is stupid to return to the vomit of our forefathers, it is our flesh's default. Mercy has conditions that of all things must be done through the indwelling life of Christ from within. I work tirelessly to refute the critics of the Bible and the enemies of the Holy God. 
These enemy types work to do everything in their depraved minds, crooked power, to destroy the book of Daniel, as well as the Bible in its entirety. While I know the day is coming, compassion rules our motives in all that we do. Many are destined for hell as I speak. However, I am compelled to be like Daniel and warn the people of the past, present, and future prophecies yet to unfold. In conclusion, through the Holy Spirit, through the pen of Daniel, God reminds us that God never breaks his word. He cannot break his word. Whether it is a promise of blessing and abundance or a solemn warning of Revelation's judgment, the Lord thy God will always do exactly what he says he will do. I am excited to take you through this mini-series on the book of Daniel. I believe that you will discover many personal blessings as well as gain an understanding of how God meticulously laid out the prophecies in the Old Testament so that today we can live and we can function according to what God has already spoken and warned us of through his prophecies. Coming up next is Daniel's personal story. We will do an overview, an introduction, not only of the prophecies stated in the book of Daniel, but the personal details that have been given to us about Daniel's life in these writings. We hope that you stay with us through this mini-series. We strongly encourage you to have your Bible open each time that you go through one of our episodes. Study this with us. Get to know what God has been communicating to his Hebrew people throughout the ages, as well as those who have been grafted into the Jewish lineage. Thank you for joining us on the End Times Podcast. Until next time, 